honestly, if you know, I'm putting myself in your position or in the position of every seller out there. I would say liquidation is the last resort because with liquidation, you're not going to get much. You're not going to get your cost of goods back. You probably end up with 10 to 20 percent of your cost of goods, but you can act. It, it, it could be fast. You could get your cash really fast and. Hey everyone, it's Norm Ferrari, aka The Beard Guy here, and welcome to another Lunch with Norm, the e-commerce and Amazon FBA podcast. In today's episode, we're going to be talking about liquidation, uh, maybe some of the reasons uh, sellers might want to liquidate, uh, the process of liquidation, and what are some of the best practices. So welcome to another Lunch with Norm e-commerce podcast. Okay, so we're just back from a uh, the online sellers cruise and Eva Latam, um, both were good shows, and uh, we could probably get into a little bit of that towards the end. But anyways, what are we going to be talking about, Kelsey? All right. Well, we're talking about liquidation and wholesale prep. Uh, do you want to give uh, Afalabi's little bio, and then we'll throw it over to the sponsor? Bio? Go, go ahead, Kels. Are you? Because are you, the only reason I'm saying that I'm thinking is because you're feeling... you are. You are the professional podcast host. You did it twice now when I was away. See, I think I'm enabling some uh, some poor behavior. I think uh, you're feeling a little rusty, and you for you forget the process. Is no, no, I right? got it right here. Yeah, it says <laughs> let let Kelsey do this part. Okay, uh -huh. go for it. All right. Well, we're gonna throw this throw our video editor for a loop when he's trying to edit this, but. All right, today we're discussing liquidation and wholesale prep. Our guest is the co-founder of Honu Worldwide. For over 20 years, he has been learning and developing the best logistics strategies, relationships, and tactics to streamline and improve profitability for his clients. Afalabi is probably the most featured guest on our podcast, which I love personally. And uh, yeah, it's going to be a great show. Uh, we're going to throw it over to his sponsor. Um, and uh, we'll be back with Afalabi Oyerkun uh, in, in just a moment. Launching products isn't like it used to be. To successfully launch your product, you need to hit that algorithm from all sides. Driving external sales, boosting social signals, and increasing product listing engagement are fundamental to success. Rebate is the first and only launch platform that delivers across this broad range. Get your product featured on Amazon.live through Rebate's Influencer Program. With this service, your product gets instant exposure to large audiences of shoppers and permanent placement on Amazon Influencer Storefront, which drives perpetual sales. Run a sweepstakes campaign on Rebate and connect with shoppers off Amazon. And lastly, drive external sales with tried and true deals campaigns. Visit Rebate.com today and get started with your 14-day free trial. Okay, and one of the things I should be talking about uh, is the liquidation uh, campaigns. I'm gonna give you an update on Friday, but uh, yes, we came home to a stack of products that people wanted to have um, uh, videos done for. So again, if you are looking for videos, production vi uh, product videos or Amazon Lives to be done, we're doing it, there's no charge. Um, 
we're doing all the production and we're hopefully going to be getting follows so uh we'll let you know it's going to go back into a regular schedule uh doing these amazon lives every week and um we're going to see if we can hit that hundred thousand so uh again if there's any questions throw it in the group and we'll uh we'll talk about it there all right so let's bring in the one and the only Afalabi Orokan. Hello, how are you? First of all, let's talk about this event that you were on. You were on the online sellers cruise. Yes. And, uh, you know, how did you find that? It was really good. It was really, really good. We got a lot of wonderful people there. Carlos did an amazing job. Uh, everybody was just so lovely, nice. You know, it was just a great group of people, you know, whether it's a big seller, small seller, you know, new seller starting, sellers in wholesale, private label. It was just full of different kinds of sellers. I really liked it. I really enjoyed yeah. it. Myself. So one of the things that, uh, you know, you go on these cruises and you get to know, uh, well, you get to go to these events, not just cruises. I think that's the only one that there is in this space. <laughs> but, uh, you know, it... it it was great. And coming out of there, there were a few people that when we were talking about liquidation, all of a sudden it was like, wow, uh, we have tons of products to liquidate. And, you know, it just it, you just hear that different people have either had like really bad variations that just didn't move or their first product, uh, they didn't do it right or something came up. Maybe they were going to a Me Too product, but going to these events, uh, not only did it pay for the event it was paid for the event probably tenfold just because we got to talk to somebody we never would have had a chance to and not just one but probably two or three people correct yeah so anyways that's just another reason i always like talking about why go to events and pay for events you know you can't go to free meetups and that's great but uh it's always good to go to these paid events usually you'll find um uh usually probably the more advanced sellers there. And uh, by the way, Claudia, I saw you, your cat, and our mug. There we go. It was all posted in the Facebook group. So <laughs> I thought that was pretty funny. All right, let's get into today's show and talking about liquidation and wholesale prep. First question, like, why is that even important? Why are we even talking about that today? Well, um, there's just been a lot of sellers that are they've frozen up because they have tons of inventories that they're not moving or they're moving really slowly and they really don't know what to do with it they're paying a lot of storage for this inventory so it's a big uh it's a big issue these days and you know your inventory could be slowing down or dead for so many reasons it might be competition it might be you're selling the Me Too product. It might just be your ASIN or your listing just has issues and Amazon is giving you a run around. Instead of just crying over it and just continuing to pay FT uh, uh, storage fees, you might as well just, you know, flip it or just have a way to sell it and just move on to something, you know, spend your time on launching something new you know, going out there to to do something more productive with your resources rather than just, you know, you know, leaving your products to rot away or to collect dust and Amazon charges you and then Q4 comes, Amazon multiplies your storage fee by like three, you know, four or five times. 
Well, and first, I just want to be completely transparent. Uh, so Afalabi and I, if you're new listeners, we are partners in a company called Honu Worldwide, and we do take care of liquidation. So we are talking about something that the company, my company, Afalabi's company does take care of. So I just want to make that completely transparent. We are talking about a service that uh, I do provide. So there's no selling. I'm not trying to pitch anything. This is just uh, something that has come up over the recent months that I think is pretty important. Mm-hmm. Now, what about those sellers? Because I, I know we get sellers saying, there's no, no, I'm not going to liquidate. I'll, I'd rather just bring my price down or I'll just slowly get rid of my inventory. How is that different than liquidating? Why would you liquidate over just lowering your price and crossing your fingers? Uh, I think lowering your price is, you know, is is good if it works for you, uh, but it's just going to take a long time. And you, when you're lowering your price, you also have to look at your, uh, you know, cash flow. You have to look and say, do I want, you know, twenty percent of, you know, the value of this product, or do I want to slowly let it sell? Uh, just look at the numbers and see which one works best for you. If you think you just want to you know, move on, then liquidation will be the best bet for you. But if you think that if you shut down your PPC or some of these products might still sell uh, at at break even for you, then it's better you lower your price or shut down PPC and let it sell one or two a day or one or two a week. And, uh, you know, or maybe you can negotiate a better storage. So bring back your products to your 3PL, negotiate a better storage and start selling little by little once you look at your numbers and it makes sense, then uh, do what's best for you. Right, right. Mm-hmm. Uh, and like some people are even just walking away and abandoning their mm-hmm. their product. Uh, you know, they're not even trying this. But uh, which leads me to uh, cost. So we get some people, and I hope they're not listening, uh, but that expect we try to manage expectations and yes. people will come and they'll just be ridiculous. Like mm-hmm. they, they don't understand what liquidation is. So with Amazon, they basically give you one penny on the dollar, right? Mm-hmm. One penny on the dollar. Yeah. And you're not going to get your cost of goods. You're not going to, or your landed costs. You're not going to get 20% off. You are going to be getting anywhere from, 10% to 20% at the absolute highest, at the yeah. absolute highest. Um, but you get to move your product, you get the cash flow, and you can put it into other things. Mm-hmm. Now, for people that think that they're going to get 50%, no, go to a deal site and try to move your product, which I know one, lunchwithnormdeals.com. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, you know, uh, liquidation is is not like that. You take the loss. You take uh, well. I'm not an accountant. I can't give any uh, you know accounting um, uh, uh, information. But you know, talk to an accountant. They'll tell you how to write it off or what to do in that sort of sort of situation. Right. Anyways, um, and by the way, if you do again, not an accountant, but um, if you do have product that you can donate to a charity, that might be another way for you to get a better write-off than going through liquidation. But there are a lot of people, and we know there's how many that are in our facility right now? Five, ten? That just abandoned or 
Oh yeah, more than that, maybe ten. Yeah. Abandoned their Abandoned. product. Yeah. So you know they're saying, okay, you know we don't we can't pay for it. Just take it. And we yeah. don't want to do that. That we would much rather be able to uh, provide some funds to you than just have you sit there with your hard-earned cash, just sitting there and you're walking away. So uh, liquidation is something that we can definitely take a look at in that. Now, not not, not just Honu, there's other liquidators out there, of course. But, um, you know, there are people that have tried their Me Too product. Like, I don't know, uh, Claudia, I think you're getting a product out there, or Luke. I mean, I'm looking at some of the people on here right now. I know Luke's product. It's awesome. If that was his first product, congrats. The branding, everything about his product is bang on. Um, but there's a lot of people who watch 2016 YouTube videos that don't get it. You know, they uh, they don't understand Amazon. They don't understand that Amazon is trying to look for brands uh, and they're not their listings aren't optimized. So they go on page 32, nobody sees them and mm -hmm. they wonder why they fail. And, you know, what do you do with the product at that point? So I know I just talked for about five minutes leaving, uh, you know, just you nodding and waving, but uh, you got anything to add? Yeah, I mean, no, you said it all uh, in terms of, uh, you know, looking at uh, first of all, the first thing is for you, whatever product you want to launch, please make sure that you you follow branding, you know, modern branding strategies. You, I try to stay away from Me Too products, honestly, because I, I still believe it's a race to the bottom. Of all the uh, 12 or 15 brands that have abandoned their products, at our 3PL facility, I noticed that like 80 or 90% of them were just Me Too products. They were not products that, you know, that stand out. They, they were just trying to copy, follow the crowd, copy everybody, just change a little bit of this and just slapping their logos on it. Maybe seven, eight years ago, that would work. But nowadays, you, you, have, to, you have to put in more effort into your product. Yeah. Uh, and make it stand out so that it doesn't end up in liquidation. And so for some reasons, it could be on Amazon's side, some products still end up, you know, very slow and dead. And you know what? Just, you know, cut your losses, get as much as you can in liquidation. Or if it's donation, you might actually make more money in donation. Uh, when you do a tax write-off, like we said, we're we, we not accountants, we don't know. Uh, just talk to your accountants, they might be able to help you out with that, but you might actually end up making more money if we help you donate it to some sort of charity. We do get charity come by uh, our you know 3PL facility to ask for products that they could take. So if that's more, uh, uh, you know, that's better for you, uh, then that might be, a, you know, a better way. One thing I right. know about uh, tax write-offs, Norm, is uh, I spoke to maybe three, four years ago, I spoke to our accountant about, uh, you know, you know, donations or write-offs. She said you can only write off the cost of goods, not the, right. landed, not the landed cost. You yeah, can't it's, it's cost of goods. Yeah, you cannot hide in shipping. You cannot hide in your tariff. You cannot hide in any uh, FOB cost. It's got to be the cost you bought it from your supplier. That's what you can 
write-off if you are a US-based company. I don't know about other countries. So look at that as well. If you think you want to donate or some people tell us, I don't care what you do with it. Just get rid of it, you know. And in most cases, we might be able to donate it and just, you know, advertise it to, you know, some other companies in our area where the 3PL is and, or, you know, put it online. Say, guys, if you want it for your, you know, 501, you know, three C3 company, come get it. And usually they can get it and we can help you uh, let, you know, let you know who got it. And then you can file for your, uh, uh, give it to your accountant to get some, uh, you know, tax incentives that way. Yeah. So uh, I see a few people that are commenting. So we've got Marina, Luke, Claudia, uh, Marsha. Uh, if you have any questions about liquidation, uh, please throw it in comments or questions. Love to hear from you. Um, to And Afalabi is an expert on this. So uh, like to just, if he, since he's here right now, we could uh, get him to answer those questions. All right, so let's move on to the next question. Uh, what are some of the common reasons why sellers might choose to liquidate their inventory? Um, just like we said, it's your pain, your pain storage on it and you cannot see your dead inventory, whether you believe it or not, is occupying a little portion of your brain somewhere, somehow. You just don't know that it's taking mental power from you because it's distracting you from really focusing on moving on and launching new and profitable products. I like to look at it uh, this way. When you have a slow moving product or you have a liquidatable product, just get rid of it and just move on because it's going to take you more mental power. It's going to distract you from putting all your focus and all your effort into really launching, creating, inventing new products that will take you to the next level. I also look at it this way. It's the price that I pay into for, you know, for the school of Adnox or whatever they call that, like street school, you, you, you know, or, or, or your master's degree. Maybe you don't have a master's in business. I don't have a master's in business, but I have many masters, you know, many street masters in business <laughs> of all the, all the trial and error, all the things I did that never worked out. So you can look at it and say, look, I tried all I could. I did everything by the book. I did everything. This thing just didn't work out. You know what? I'm going to take it as my school. I'm going to take it as my lesson. I'm going to take it out. Don't do it again. I'm going to get rid of it one way or the other, whether donation or liquidation. And I'm going to come up. I'm going to take everything I've learned. I'm going to put it back into, you know, I'm going to use it as a driver, something that will drive me to launch something new, something unique. I'm going to learn everything I've learned from my bad experience. I'm going to put it into something really cool and launch. And I guarantee you, you're going to do way better when you take all the pain of, of your slow mover or the product you liquidated. You're going to take that pain and use it to project yourself into something new. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I, I agree 100% with what you're saying. But uh, let's talk about uh, the process now. Like, what is the process of liquidating inventory uh, with for Amazon sellers? Mm -hmm. I would say the best way to do it is to uh, 
contact any company. It doesn't have to be us. Contact any if if it, if you're 3PL or if you know of, of any liquidator liquidation website or whatsoever, contact them. Let them know what you have, what kind of products you have. You can send them photos, you can send them videos, you can send them physical samples. Let them know what you have and also let them know the quantity of each product that you have. Now they're going to take it and then show it to potential buyers. And the buyers could either bid on it or the buyers could just say, look, I'll take that for like, who knows, five cents on the dollar or whatever. And they'll come back to you with a deal. And if the deal suits you, then call all those products back from Amazon, have it shipped to the warehouse where they're going to pack everything. Or if the buyer of your liquidation has a warehouse or has a facility, you can ship them to, you know, make sure you get paid and then ship it to them and uh, and then they can do whatever they want with it. But that's the oh, same. Okay. So let's talk about that for a second. Mm -hmm. Make sure you get paid. Mm -hmm. All right. How does that work? How do you know that the person you're going to be shipping, because you got two sides, right? One uh -huh. person sitting there, I'm going to uh -huh. pay for it. How do I know I get the product? The other uh -huh. person is, I got the product. How do I know I get paid? What that's, do you do? Yes, that's a good one. So that's why you need someone in the middle. Uh, like what we do when we're doing liquidation, we are in the middle. We will collect the payment and then collect your goods. And once we receive your goods, we count it. We make sure everything is good. We wrap it, prep it, send photos, send count and photos and videos to the buyer. And we say, look, we already got this goods. Everything is good to go. We will, you know, arrange for the pickup or we can sh ship it to your facility. But, you know, say we take the money, it paid us then we pay it to you. Right. Yeah. And a lot of the time that's done through escrow. So you don't yes. have to worry if, if the, the person doesn't have the goods or if it's, if it's uh, poor quality, mm -hmm. uh, you, we're not going to release the funds or escrow doesn't release the funds. Correct. So it's, it's just a, a way to protect, you know, the goods. Okay. Right. So Kelsey, uh, what time is it? My eyes are getting way worse than they were before. See, I got these, by four every time guys if you see me do this is because some i cannot see anything that's why i have my 30 times magnifier so <laughs> i can read things even on the computer screen but <laughs> but anyways why don't we go to a uh, a commercial but before we do this um let's see hashtag willa kelsey We've got hashtag, we've got Wheel of Kelsey. This is the first time in two weeks I've been able to say that. So if uh, you're interested in, in our Wheel of Kelsey today, it's hashtag Wheel of Kelsey. Tag two people, you'll get a second entry. Afalabi, I'm putting you on the spot. What are what do we have? <laughs> what do we have today, Afalabi? I don't even know if you and Kelsey discussed that, but what do you have? We don't. We didn't discuss it, but uh, you can choose any of. Uh, you know, uh, we we, we want to help you store your pallet. We're going to give you free pallet storage, one pallet storage for one year, equivalent of like you know two fifty bucks. Or we can help you do your tariff terminator, which is will help you uh, reclassify your product to get you. Uh, a, a, a lower tariff, which could be worth thousands of dollars for you.
So either okay. one, and if you've won one before, then we have to give you the other one. <laughs> so if you there, there we go. If you're here and you've won a free uh, free year of pilot before, then automatically it would be the tariff terminator service whereby we will help you. You give us one of your ASINs, we'll help you dive, you know, dive deep and re help you reclassify so that you can pay a, a lot less uh, tariff customs when you're bringing it into the U.S. All right, very good. And one of the things I should mention too was uh, our guest today had a uh, personal issue, the, the originally scheduled guest. So we literally called up Afalabi and said, hey, how would you like to come on a couple minutes beforehand? So uh, first of all, thank you, Afalabi. And that's why I was laughing because uh, we hadn't talked about Wheel of Kelsey or anything. But uh, all right, so let's go over to um, uh, a sponsor and we'll come right back. I want to thank Jeff Schick Legal for sponsoring this episode of Lunch with Norm. You've probably heard on the podcast about Amazon suspensions. They're very real. It can happen at any time. And when it does happen, how do you get out of it? How does the little guy like you and me get out of these suspensions without paying an arm and a leg in legal fees? This is where Jeff Schick Legal is here to help. For a very low monthly retainer, for only $89, Get access to Amazon attorney Jeff Schick. That's right. You can sit back, relax, enjoy that cup of coffee while listening to the Lunch with Norm podcast, knowing that you have an advocate and a partner in your business success. But wait, just mention Lunch with Norm and receive 50% off the first two months. Get the protection you need and visit jeffschick.com today. That's J-E-F-F. S-C-H-I-C-K dot com. Now let's get back to the show. All right. So let's talk about uh, best practices for prepping uh, your inventory. So what are some of the best practices for preparing inventory for wholesale alpha lobby? So um, in case uh, someone, someone is listening here about uh, you, you're wondering, you know, we're always talking about private label, why are, we, why are people now talking about wholesale? Wholesale is rising and is becoming more and more popular and is becoming more and more profitable. Uh, I don't know, Norm, if you've talked about wholesaling on the show before, uh, but it's becoming really big, whereby you sell, you wholesale um, existing brands, brands that already have recognition. You just, you know, contact them and you say you want to be selling their products on Amazon. So the best practice is you need to have a unique product to wholesale. For example, let's say uh, a, a brand has seven different SKUs and they, they're wholesaling it to 10 different sellers. You need to be able to differentiate yourself from every other seller. You need to come up with an offer. You need to come up with a better uh, uh, skew. So you have to bundle it with something else. So when we say wholesale prepping, it just means that you would take a generic wholesale product and you bundle it with something else to create a unique product out of two or more products. So only very few uh, warehouses can handle this kind of stuff because it, it you know, it takes some, uh, some, uh, you know, you know, some skills to be able to do it, but when you have, when you're looking into wholesale, what you do is you contact your 3PL. We have people tell us 
oh, uh, can, can I ship my products to you from my supplier? And we say, yeah, so they ship us three or four different SKUs and they want us to bundle it together. So we'll create bundles for them and we'll put the FN SKU label on it and then we'll ship it to uh, FBA for them to start selling the product. It's really simple. All right. What about mistakes? What are some mistakes our sellers are making? Um, I would say mistakes would be um, would be more of logistical uh, issues whereby some sellers will have their shipping, uh, the product shipped to their house first, and then from their house, it will come to us. So we try to tell them, no, you can tell your suppliers to ship the products to our 3PO. And when we get it, we will know that it's from you because you already created something in our system to tell us we're expecting these. Once we get it, all your SKUs, then we you know, put it together. Uh, that will save you a lot of cost. Another thing, another mistake might be uh, many sellers don't realize that uh, these brands, all these manufacturers, especially US-based manufacturers can actually ship their products to us for free. They can actually tell the suppliers and say, oh, can you ship it to my prep center for free? And they were like, yeah, no problem. I used to be in uh, arts and crafts and uh, we, we, we were selling vinyls and different kinds of things at that time. And this company will ship all our products. It's US made and they will ship all our products for free. It's already included. We saved thousands and thousands of dollars. So you should talk to your manufacturer and see if they can ship the product to your prep center for free. And if they do, uh, you know, we will guide you in how to prep your pallets or how to prepare so that it doesn't get damaged uh, when it's en route to us. Very good. First of all, I have to say thank you, Connie, for the coffee. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so the last question, and we've already talked about it for those people that are just joining us now, uh, to liquidate or not to liquidate, how do you tell? How do you determine this? It is more of cash flow and, um, and freeing up yourself. Many people are emotionally attached to their products. Oh, I, I remember when I launched it. I remember when I was taking photography of this product. I put a lot of time and effort into it. I think the first thing is, you know, detach your emotions from this product and look at the numbers, look at hard numbers and say, look, uh, do I continue to store this product and spend this amount of money every month to store it? Or do I access the cash that is tied down in this inventory? Can I access it, get as little or as much as possible that I can get from these and go and move on to something else? I would say the numbers would be the, the number and your emotional, the time, I mean, the, the, the space, this dead inventory occupies in your mind will be the main deciding factor to know whether to liquidate them or continue to try and try and try to let them go little by little. Okay, very good. Now we're going to go to some of the questions today. But again, if you want to enter into the draw today, hashtag Willa Kelsey, tag two people, and you'll get a second entry. All right, Kels, what are some of the questions? All right, so our first question is from Luke. 
Luke is asking, is it worth trying deep discount deals before actually uh, liquidating? You're going to answer that, Avalabi, or should I? Yes, yes, I think so. I think you should try as many things as possible before liquidation should be the last resort, honestly. If you know, I'm putting myself in your position or in the position of every seller out there, I would say liquidation is the last resort because with liquidation, you're not going to get much. You're not going to get your cost of goods back. You probably end up with 10 to 20 percent of your cost of goods, but you can act, it, it, it could be fast. You could get your cash really fast and go. But if you can do deep discount and it's still going to put more money into your pocket. With your with that deep discount, I would say you explore the deep discount first, Luke. Right. Yep. That's a that's always the best way to do it. Go to some deal sites or just drive your site. Uh, your um, have a discount on the the listing. Uh, mm -hmm. Even increase your PPC to try to get some extra sales. Mm -hmm. But um, yeah, like you said, it's the last last thing you want to do. Yep. Okay, and our last question is from Mateen. Um, this is kind of off topic, but uh, what are the best trade shows uh, for Amazon sellers? Uh, are there any coming up um, that people should know about? Oh, yeah. What are your yeah, favorites? Yeah, actually, uh, there's a, a bunch that uh, I hope to attend, but Prosper is right around the corner. So uh, Prosper is in March. I, I think it's the 12th until the 16th. I think that's the date. Um, the one that I will never miss, uh, BDSS, which is in Puerto Rico, that's coming up in June. Um, the other one, Online Sellers Cruise, we were just on it. Uh, that was, that's, that's always a great event. Carlos Alvarez's, um, Wizards of Ecom put on the Online Sellers Cruise. And, uh, if you're listening uh, if you're at a Lunch with Norm listener, at least last year, you got this event for free. Free. Like, you know, it's, it can't get much better than that. You pay for your room, but the whole event, which uh, it, it's over a week, and you're online breaking bread with all these really great people, um, and all you're doing is making deals. Like, when, well, not just making deals, but having fun learning about people and walking away with deals. So, um Anyways, I don't know what's going to happen next year with Carlos and the cruise. I hope he gives us a, a, a good discount, but uh, we'll see. He's always a, a really awesome, fair guy when it comes to this. Uh, so BDSS, a seller con. Yes, ASD as well. Uh, well, yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, uh, is it an Amazon? No, it's not. It's like a general. Amazon. Yeah, I mean, if you're going to go there for wholesale, maybe, or um, that, that's not on the top of my list anyways. Um, but if you're in Vegas and Prosper's going on and then you've got ASD, why not? Um, mm -hmm. You've got uh, the uh, SellerCon, which they took a couple years off, but that was always the number one show out there. And that's coming back to June 1st and 3rd. Um, and I'm sure I know that we're going to have discount codes for everybody. I think 20% or 500, 500 bucks off. I think that's what it is. Um, Mike should be coming on later this week, I think, and uh, talking about it. But um, anyways, uh, a, a, what is it? I, I always get it mixed up. ASGTG. That's the one in Brooklyn. 
small uh, event, but very good, very good speakers. Uh, so those are just a few um, that are there. Usually uh, we try to put something on our events calendar um, that are local, actually, you know, in North America, but there's a lot of good um, events that are even uh, over in Europe, a lot of good European events um, that uh, we could talk about. But uh, anyways, those are the, the main ones that, uh, and by the way, uh, Brandon Young just had a really great uh, uh, event called uh, e Camp Ecom, and that was in Orlando. Um, Dima, Dima Kubrick, he has, uh, his is called, his, I believe it's just called Rise, but he owns a company called Cellarize. Uh, so those are the ones that come off the top of my head. And I probably missed a, a few really good ones. All right, Kelsey, come back, save me. Okay. <laughs> and uh, our last question, or it's not really a question, but uh, Claudia uh, sent over this uh, about the Tariff Terminator. No question, but the Tariff Terminator is great. You guys got a 7.5% plus 2.7% for a total of 10.2%. We thought it'd be a 25% Trump tariff, so thank you, Alpha Lobby and Marm. Uh, glad wow. to see that they could help. Wow, that's uh, a big one, Claudia. That's a big one. I'm, I'm happy. <laughs> yes. That would, that would be thousands and thousands of dollars for you every year in savings. That's really cool. Also, uh, Claudia is heading to the BDSS uh, virtual uh, online event um, from the Wheel of Kelsey. So uh, she says, uh, we can't wait for the online BDSS starting tomorrow. We want our ticket on the show. So thankful for you for that, Norm. Well, thank you, Claudia, and thank you for all the support. And I want to thank Kevin King for that. So awesome. All right. So I think that's it today. We have a short show. Uh, we're just getting back in the swing of things. Uh, this is the first day back. So, uh, yeah, we're just, we'll be back uh, on Wednesday. Kelsey, do you know who's going to be our guest? Uh, Mike, Mike McClary. Oh, it's so, Mike um, already. Yeah, yeah, we uh, we booked him. Um, we we had an opening, and so I, I tried to get him in as quickly as possible. Oh, that's fantastic! So uh, yeah, Mike's always a, a good guest as well to to have on. Uh, uh, I always like uh, talking with Mike. Uh, he's an easy guy to talk to, just like Afalabi. All right, Afalabi, thanks yes, for coming in on such short notice. You're welcome. I, I'm I'm always happy to be here. <laughs> Okay, and we're going to head over to the Wheel of Kelsey. I got something out of sync here, but Kelsey. Wheel yeah, Kelsey um, just before that, I do want to mention that um, the Sourcing Mastery, uh, the launch, um, we have a sign-up uh, form if people are interested in getting on the wait list for the whole new worldwide Sourcing Mastery. So I'm not sure if you guys want to touch on that because, uh, um, yeah, we uh, will be launching that soon. So Sure. Uh, Avalaba, you want to talk about Sourcing Mastery? Yes. Um, so the Sourcing Mastery, you know, is almost here. I would say in the, you know, next month it's going to go, it's going to go live officially. So the Sourcing Mastery course is uh, my, you know, 20 something years of sourcing. And I laid all down. Uh, I laid all out for everyone. Uh, this is a course that I, many, many people have been asking me to put together. How do I do my sourcing? How do I do product development? How do I tie it with 3PL, supply chain, everything? This is going to be the most comprehensive sourcing course that you've ever seen. Uh, we covered everything, U.S. sourcing, 
you know, diversifying your sourcing, how, you know, the world has changed after COVID. So, you know, post-COVID sourcing strategies that we're using now. So we put, we pack this course with a lot of things. Uh, it's going to come out, you know, next month. So, but we want to, uh, for, for people, you know, listening, we want to give some, you know, special, special uh, offer to you if you join our wait list. So you can see the wait list uh, that Kelsey is displaying here. Uh, so that when it finally comes out next month, uh, you, you know, you can enjoy some discount on it. They're just waiting for my modules. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're excited. It's, it, it, it's, it's, it's packed. It's packed with yeah. a lot of cool how, stuff. How many modules do you think? 40? 40 plus? We have 10 modules with about... Almost a hundred or more videos. Wow! Yeah, I think almost fifty videos. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So if you're interested in sourcing mastery, uh, that will be available this month. If you want to get on the waiting list and get a bit of a bonus uh, discount, uh, get on that waiting list, and um, we'll let you know. You'll be the first to get it. Okay. So let's go over to the wheel of Kelsey. All right, we're going to throw it to a sponsor first, and then we'll go. That's what we're going to do. Yeah. I want to give a quick shout out to an incredible group of sponsors to help keep this podcast running. The Lunch with Norm podcast would not be possible without the support of the following sponsors. Post Purchase Pro, Clear Ads, Jeff Schick Law, Rebate.com, Honu Worldwide, Digital Blacksmiths, Netfluence, Extreme Power, and Startup Club. Now back to the show. There we go. All right. So now we're going to the wheel of Kelsey. Enjoy, everyone. It's time for the wheel of Kelsey. All right. Pretty good odds today. So Wow. You know what? <laughs> you know what? Am I okay to say this? Since there's only two people, can we have two winners? Yeah. There we yeah. go. Okay. All right. There well, we go. It's done. There you go. <laughs> two winners. Good to go. Congratulations, Spencer and Luke. Uh, just email me, k at lunchwithnorm.com. And uh, yeah, we'll... Uh, Not like putting Lobby on the spot. Yeah. We'll, uh, <laughs> we'll hook you up. And uh, yeah, congratulations. All right. Okay, well, thank you, Avalabi, for uh, for being on today. Um, yeah, it's it's always great. Can always count on you to come on. Uh, also, you got to send me that link so I can do my modules. All right, all right, we'll do okay, that. Just we'll letting do. everybody know that I'm waiting on a link. Okay, <laughs> so thanks, everybody. Uh, Kelsey, next. Uh, yeah, what do we have to do? What do we have to slam? All that good stuff. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you, Afalabi. We'll let's say goodbye to you now. And uh, great I'm going to go get my physical lunch food. Very <laughs> good. <laughs> Enjoy. Hey, first time back in a couple of weeks, a little bit rusty. But uh, anyways, we'll get back into the swing of things on Wednesday. Um, we run this podcast every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at noon Eastern Standard Time. I always say this. We could not do this podcast without our great community. Thanks so much for being part of it. And we will see you on Wednesday. See you later. Want more great information? 
don't forget to subscribe by clicking here. Also, if you want to check out our latest podcasts, click over here. Entrepreneur, entrepreneur, entrepreneur.